WBEZ remains laser-focused on our mission to provide you with fact-based journalism. But that mission is only possible with your continued financial support. Become a sustaining contributor today. Give now at wbeasy.org slash donate. Good morning. It's Tuesday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Election Day is finally here. The polls are open, the people are voting, and the kids are judging. So a few days ago, I mentioned that the city was in need of election judges, and apparently not enough people signed up. So today, nearly 900 high school students stepped up to the plate. If you're voting today, you might see one of them. My colleague Susie Ahn spoke with Nasa Sutherland. She's a senior at Lincoln Park High School, and she says she was galvanized along with several other students by the 2020 elections. We've seen that carry on into even 2022, 2023 with just elections in general and how many people and youth are deciding to become election judges. And I think it's just great that so many youth want to get involved even before they can vote. And not only will Sutherland be working some long hours as an election judge, but she'll also be casting her own ballot for the very first time today. Now, a couple reminders for this election day. On the ballot are the offices of mayor, city council and police district councils. Experts are saying it's unlikely that any of those nine candidates for mayor will actually get more than 50 percent of the vote today. If they're right, the top two candidates will go to a runoff election on April 4th. If you're voting in person today, get there before 7 o'clock. That's when the polls close. If you're like me, you've been trying to curb your enthusiasm at the possibility that your student loans will be forgiven. To jog your memory, back in August, President Biden announced a plan to cancel up to $20,000 in student debt based on the borrower's income. But right quick, the plan got tied up in court. Well, there's going to maybe be a stride forward today. U.S. Supreme Court justices will hear oral arguments in a case that could impact more than 1.5 million people here in Illinois who owe back college student loans. My colleague Lisa Phillip reports on higher ed, and she says that, yeah, there have been legal challenges to student loan forgiveness, but a lot of folks still apply just in case. And according to some new federal data, the three congressional districts with the highest response rates were all here in Illinois. More than 70% of eligible borrowers in these districts, all in the Chicago area, either applied or automatically qualified. The Supreme Court is expected to issue its ruling sometime this summer, so those borrowers will have to wait until then to find out if their debt will be canceled. Over the last few weeks, I've been talking about the thousands of asylum seekers who have arrived in Chicago. Actually, it's been more than 5,000 people since August. And they're urgently in need of a place to stay. But Mary Lori Lightfoot has been saying for months that the city doesn't have a place to house all these folks or provide some of the supplies and resources that they need. Luckily, the kindness of community never ceases to amaze. Local community groups are providing clothing and connecting new arrivals with medical care and grief sessions. Evelyn Figueroa is the director of the Pilsen Food Pantry. She spoke to WBEZ's daily talk show, Reset. Work locally. There are groups all over the place that are helping. We need people to drive things around. We need people to accompany folks. Uh, We need supplies, etc. And we really appreciate that consideration. The pace has slowed down since last year, but experts are saying new arrivals still come to Chicago every day. A lot of those new families seeking asylum in Chicago have kids, and kids have to go to school. 
The Chicago Teachers Union is estimating that there have been roughly 1,200 new arrivals enrolled in public schools since the fall of 2022. And my colleague, Nareda Moreno, is reporting on this. She says Chicago Public Schools is working with city and state officials to enroll young people in schools that are located near the shelters where they're staying. But some educators told her that neighborhood schools are lacking in the staff and curriculum to work with non-English speaking students. Folks are requesting bilingual staff, but those requests are being delayed. And at one school on the west side, some teachers lean on custodians to help translate. Other schools are having attendance issues because kids are skipping class in order to go to work. The teachers union is calling on CPS to allocate more resources to the schools that accept large numbers of migrant students. In response, CPS said it's already partnered with several organizations to help support students, and the budget for this school year includes money for more dual-language program coordinators and more bilingual teachers. And now for a few quick hits. If you're the type to stay up and watch for election results like it's your job, well, it is our job to do that, so we'll be up with you. You can stream election coverage all day and into the evening at WBEZ.org. Or if you have a radio, turn on 91.5 FM. Our amazing reporters and anchors will meet you there. I personally like to just wait and see what happened when I wake up in the morning, so I will be asleep tonight. And yesterday morning's windy rain situation ended up being pretty serious. The National Weather Service reports that tornadoes touched down briefly in Joliet and West Suburban Naperville. Rainfall in Chicago has been a little high as well so far this month. Totals are up to roughly two inches compared to February of 2022. As for the weather today, partly cloudy, partly sunny. The high is in the mid 40s. Maybe a chance of more rain way later tonight. And that's it for the rundown today. Thank you for listening. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. 